right, everybody, what's up? This is Pamela Wood. I'm here with Bay Lope on Keep It Dago. We are at the Malcolm X Library. You see what's in the backdrop. You guys know what's going on nationwide. You know, all the police protests, all the pol protests against the police for shooting down black people. Uh, just today in Atlanta, or was it yesterday, a young black man was killed just trying to run away with his back turned to the police. Anyways, I'm here with Baylo. Right now, what we're doing is, we're doing his interview. He just had a, a, a wild freestyle session at one of Big June's video shoots. Bay, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, you know, um, San Diego is a, um, has a very serious culture with gangs. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for many people who have never been to San Diego, you know, they end up running to a lot of us in institutions. So, you know, they prison, California Youth Authority, places like that is when a lot of other brothers in California start meeting cats from San Diego. And so with our gang culture being so thick the way that it is, it's just a long history. But one thing about Big June, man, is we always been good throughout the whole musical, um, uh, with, with both of us being artists from San Diego, Southeast San Diego, in my blood, me and Crip. And uh, he just reached out to me to come be a part of his video. You know, because one of the lines in his songs he had at, at how he got into it with the Crips and at the end, you know, at the end of his career, now that he's basically um, building relationships with him. So, you know, when I went to the video show, we, uh, it, it was real nice, you know what I'm saying? It, it felt good to support June, especially in this time where the black community is, uh, you know, in an uprising right now. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and it, it's just very important for me to be involved and um, a lot of the protests and a lot of the different things that I'm compassionate about. Because I'm somebody that, you know, when you hear me speak on a multitude of issues from slavery to, you know, uh, mass incarceration to, uh, you know what I mean, uh, the things of that nature, you know, I've lived them things out in my life. Oh. You, know? I, you were recently incarcerated for, and I remember there was this whole Free Bay Loaf movement. Right. What was that all about? What happened with that? Are you are you comfortable talking about that? Yeah, I'm comfortable talking about anything I went through in my life. You know, my plight and struggle mirrors so many young black men and women around the world and so many people that are facing adversity and struggle right now. You know, I understand that, you know, I have to speak on, you know, all things in my life, even the things that I'm not proud of. So, yeah, you know, I caught a case. You know, I was doing my music. I've always had, you know, endless talent major potential, you know, and a lot of people, you know, thought that, you know, I would do some, some beautiful things from San Diego a lot of years ago. Well, you know, that wasn't the case at the time. You know, I had to go through some more plights and struggles in life. I had to learn some more lessons to put into my music to help inspire people, you know, on a whole nother level around the world, you know. Back then, I was rapping the fan market. I'm not rapping the fan market. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm rapping to the world. I'm rapping the pain, struggle sacrifice you know so i felt that was the perfect opportunity for me to do that freestyle while the attention was going to be on crips and bloods trying to unify in a time where the police are at an all-time high of trying to kill black people right now right you know and it's, it's essential that you know only way we even have a fighting chance is to be unified Exactly. On all fronts, not just from a Crip and Blood standpoint. So it was important for me to take a step in that direction. I come from a very uh, revolutionary mind family. Um, you know, I'm a Muslim. Um, you know, I believe in the liberation of the black man and woman. Um, and so, you know, in, in, in 25 years that I've spent in prison, 
you know, that's what I spend my free time doing is studying black culture and educating myself and have, trying to have some understanding of, you know, how we went from kings and queens, you know, uh, to pimps and hoes, to crips and bloods, you know, so, you know, that, you know, and I was a part of that process. I was somebody that was given the Quran before I was given a blue rag. So my journey is a lot different than a lot of other, you know, older uh, crip or blood guys you see that, you know, have went to prison and found Islam and some, uh, you know, start building their mind, you know, for the revolution. Me, I got that from home. Exactly. What was your um, grandfather's name? I know that my sister at one point, my sister Robbie was best friends with your sister Damina when they were younger. Right. And they're still kind of good friends today. They right. talk on and off. Right. But what was your grandfather's name and what was his influence in your life? Oh man, my grandfather's influence is... What uh, was his name? His name was Joshua, Sir Joshua Von Woodfolk. Right. And, you know, I seen my grandfather do unbelievable things. And growing up, a lot of my friends used to look at me like I, I would do unbelievable things. But, you know, I saw my graduate, my grandfather graduated from San Diego State as an engineer when he was 50 years old. You know, and I was already, you know, I was already a young man at that time. So as he was the only dude up there with gray hair and grandkids. You know what I mean? And he gave a nice, he gave a, a, a epic speech about, you know, how important it was for him to, um, to, 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 for his grandkids to see him graduate from college at 50 years old. So they know that it's never too late to pursue the things you want to do. What he did was, is my grandfather um, um, worked while he sent my grandmother through college. So my grandmother went through college, got her four-year degree, and then he, she worked and put him through college. And he graduated when he was 50. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming with one of the most epic uh, uh, rhymes, uh, uh, political stance, um, self-awareness, you know, um, uh, commentary right now that, you know, that song is just doing unbelievable things. And most of, you know, a lot of that is a big testament to my grandfather who pushed education, who pushed um, discipline, uh, you know, who pushed a lot of things that are in me today that reflect on that song when you hear that or when you hear me talk. So Can you he, give us a little bit of that song, like a few bars on that song? What's the name of the song, first of all? It, 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 you know, it's some verses that I compiled. Um, you know, I like to say that that song is the soundtrack to, to today's revolution. That's you know, or if you look over different periods of times where black people or there were revolution and change was happening, you always had a Marvin Gaye, you know, a Teddy Pendergraft, a Bob Marley. You know, we don't have that in this generation. You know, I wasn't really worried about, you know, nobody hearing that song yesterday and replicating it today. You know, you gotta, you gotta go to prison for 25 years and, uh, you know, read over a thousand books to start the process to spit something like that. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's just, you know, that's, that's something very dear to me. And for probably maybe about the five, last five years, I've been focusing solely on doing songs like that. I really don't do the other type of music that uh, in my earlier career I was doing. So all revolutionary hip hop, no gangster rap anymore for it, you. It's still, it's, that's still gangster rap. You Go know, on and break all, that down for us. It's talking about the plight and the struggle. You know, so, you know, you have to be honest too. You know what I'm saying? I'm 47 years old. So I'm not at a stage in my gangbanging career where I'm standing on corners, pulling out guns and shooting at people. So that's not gonna be a part of my message. I got gray hair and grandkids, and grandkids just like my grandfather had when he was passing the torch on over to me. 
So I'm passing this torch over to my kids, my, you know, sons and daughters, and, uh, you know, all my descendants and all the people who believe in me and uh, have shared a similar fight and struggle in life. I'm the voice of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm the voice, uh, I'm the soundtrack to this new revolution that's happening in 2020. So how are you feeling about San Diego's urban entertainment industry as it relates to the struggle? I haven't heard anything that relates to the struggle as far as music. Now, you know, just Crips and Bloods unifying on the streets is just as powerful as, you know, the things I was saying in my song. You know what I mean? So, you know, statements, you know, you know, uh, you know the revolution, you know what I mean, has gonna have so many different components to it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't hear it, I don't hear it in hip hop at all right now. You know what I mean? I don't know nobody speaking that language, that dialect to me, that Tupac did, that Ice Cube did, that Lil Baylo did, that, um, you know, KRS-One, you know what I mean? Um, you know what I mean? And so many of the forefathers of hip hop did, so, you know, I'm cut from that cloth. Right. I'm cut from a cloth to where, you know what I'm saying, um, your music has to, re you know, reflect your culture as well. And, and these were people that wasn't even gang members, but even, being a gang member and doing my music, I always did songs that reflect my culture. I always talked to black women in a positive, uplifting way. I always did songs like that, you know? And uh, and I continue to do that. And I just don't hear that in today's, uh, in San Diego's, um, you know, current hip hop situation. But what I will say is that there's a multitude of artists from San Diego who have the ability to, um, to, 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 to talk that dialect right there. You got Complex. You know, he's a, he has a very beautiful mind. Uh, he's a very underrated, unappreciated San Diego artist who has the ability to, to speak in that dialect. You know, you got Black Mikey who for years, you know, has always put reggae and, um, you know, revolutionary references, you know, in his music. Damu has that ability. Googie Monster. Um, um, you know, so San Diego definitely has the talent, you know, to take on that cause, you know, I probably just needed to be the first one to step up forward and, you know, and embrace it because you know, that's so much a part of my, who I am. I have a question for you. Another question for you. All these artists that you just named, do you see yourself doing any type of compilation with them? I any type with of- all, I work uh, you know, cats like Complex, Crypto, Boogie Monster, Contraband, Cricket. You know, that's my core, you know, group right there. Mm -hmm. So whatever I have going on, they gonna be a part of. And if my mind is right and I'm not in prison, I'm gonna be a part of what they got going on. So, you know, right now is my time. I'm doing my thing. I'm trailblazing. I'm carving my own lane out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna shine. I'm gonna go hard in the paint. I'm gonna represent as well, you know, to the world. Um, you know, I'm gonna stay articulate. I'm gonna stay, you know, uplifting instead of tearing them down. And I'm gonna fight for the, uh, you know, for our plight and struggle. You know what I mean? Things that I was taught growing up. You know, I, I went to, to Malcolm X, um, to, to Martin Luther King's parade. You know, up and down the period. Um, you know, they didn't kill some, they, you know, police didn't kill some good brothers out here and sisters, you know? We're gonna take a break right quick and we're gonna come back and talk about that. All right, babe, so we done relocated. We at Encanto Park now on location. Um, we're here with Bay Loke. Um, we were just talking about his album, his up and coming album. Bay, what's the name of your new album? I feel like 
feel like I'm carving out my own lane and changing the game. Um, you know, with my with my content, my message, but I'm also feel like I'm gonna do the same thing with you know the format in which I do my music. So you know, the name of my project is gonna be called Message to the Black Man. You know, it's a spin. You know, my own take off of you know something. You know, Elijah Muhammad did. You know, for the uh, for the black community. Um, you know, in the '60s. You know, it was a very impactful book at the time. You know, of the liberation of the black man when we were going through. You know, uh, post-slavery and you know uh, a time where you know America was being real hard on our women to be on welfare. Um, you know, this was a time where you know they were further breaking up the black man and the black woman. You know, so that that happened. That that had been going on since the you know the shores of West Africa. So, um, um, so at that time, you know, um, you know, we were we were you know not many many years out of slavery and in pro and living in the projects where uh, the woman and the kids could be in the house and the father couldn't be in there while the woman was on welfare and. Uh, you know, and drugs was being flooded into our communities, and you know, we were just in a bad shape already, just coming out of 400 years of slavery. Exactly. So, you know, at that time, that book was very impactful, you know, for the black man at that time, and you know, and, and cleansing his, his mind, body, and soul, and representing and presenting itself a certain way, and starting to have independent um, thinking, you know, from you know, um, you know, the white system. You know that was trying to take care of us. So you know, my album is gonna be a six-song EP. Um, it's gonna have a book with it. It's gonna have a 45-minute documentary and three podcasts. And that's the format in which I release my music from here on out. So you know, outside of maybe a song here and there like that. But for the most part, you know, you wanna play ball with me? You gotta step your work ethic game up. All right, so. The name of your album or EP project is Message to the Black Man. Message to the Black Man. Can our viewers Can our viewers get a few bars? Go on and give us a few bars. Of course, you can always get some bars out of me because I'm a real rapper. Right. You know what I mean? A lot of people be saying they can rap. Then after I get finished rapping, they be talking about how they still got 12 more bars on the 16th right. I mean, that's your only rap I mean, that. You know, it's okay, man. Y'all can be the outlaws, man. It's okay. You know, only do one podcast at a time. But, um, um, yeah, so, you know, um, yeah, my album is going to be totally different to anything that's ever came out of San Diego and probably, you know, the rap game, period. You know what I mean? I, 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 just, feel, I just feel like, you know, with every bar that I write, I'm just further and further carving out my own lane, you know, in a, in, in, in something that hasn't really been seen before. Because, you know, really what I'm coming at you as is, uh, you know, a tortured soul, you know, by America. You know what I'm saying? You know, somebody who was fed um, cold cereal to prepare him for this world. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you're dealing with some, you know, with a situation where, you know, we have to teach the next generation every chance we got. Whether we standing at the park, you know, whether we playing dominoes, 
know what I'm saying? Whether it's, you know, we watch the football game, you know what I mean? And so, you know, I understood that, you know, the songs I always liked most about that I did were the ones that had the message, the ones that were deep, the ones that were touching, the ones that could send, you know, chills, you know, through your spine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so, you know, and that's the direction I embraced about five years ago. You know, when I was really looking, I came off, I was really looking at the rap game and my age and, and everything and my message and, you know, what I stood for today that I probably didn't stand for 20 years ago. You know, I have a question. A lot of people might say that um, you're an older rapper and, and you might not be able to make it. What do you say to those people? I say, uh, you know, any of these young rappers, they don't stand a chance against me. Come on, I'm taking all faiths. <laughs> all faiths. I don't even so, think they know, you know how to freestyle no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm really go hard on somebody that's under 30. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not giving you no breaks because they didn't give me no breaks. If, right. if I had my shower shoes on in the day room, which was a, a, a violation of rule of regulation of uh, the, the black structure in prison, you know, that was 500 push-ups. I didn't get to do 470. I had to do the whole 500. So I'm not giving you young cats no breaks. You can come get me as a feature on your album. You know what I'm saying? I'm still in fans in 2020. I heard that. Because you can't, because I could do what you could do, but I don't think that you could do what I could do. Word. I could be wrong, but I'm trying to teach you. I'm going to give you the blueprint. I'm very humble. I work with anybody from San Diego, and we can rap on a multitude of things. But if I come get you, you know what I'm saying, then I, you know, it's going to be a line along, a, a, a line, it's going to be along the lines of having a message. So that's what's going to happen with me. So, um, you know, all that older, you get better. You know, rap is about words. So the more you use words and, you know, uh, terminologies, and if you understand, you know what I'm saying, the better you can express yourself. Feel so it. a 20-year-old Balo couldn't stand a chance next to me right now as a rapper. And I'm not finna let no 20-year-old uh, little punk who think he got a few bars, uh, you know, none of that. I ain't going for it. Y'all hear that? He's yeah, calling you out. Yeah, I'm calling you out. I said that. He meant that. I said that. I can't take it back. So, um, oh, hold on one second. Oh. Take your time. This is all getting edited. So, yeah, let's see what we got, man, you know. I try to, um. Uh, You know, I've been bumping this Janae Aiko beat. I'm gonna switch the beat up because I've been doing this. I've been on this beat, man. It's been a good beat for me to rap to and to write to. It's real expressive. It represents, uh, you know, what the type of beats I like. You know, because I'm going in depth with everything. All right, all right. You know what I mean? But we're gonna switch it up, though. I'll have my queens right quick, man. You know? It was the coldest winter ever when I looked into her eyes. I couldn't stop staring. She had me mesmerized. Spoke to her in Arabic. She was hypnotized. Beautiful black angel that fell from the skies. I see the truth in her heart. Never tell me no lies. 
I wiped away her tears and told her don't cry. See, I love my baby girl cause she precious as a pearl. Here's the knowledge and the wisdom to succeed in this world. Pay attention to the lessons and appreciate the blessings. All my black women understand you the essence. We got a little crib on 35th and Adam. Offered her my rib like my first name was Adam. Take your time with me, baby. I promise I won't hurt you. I know this world is crazy, but patience is a virtue. Kiss me, hug me, cause this world is ugly. I gotta thank Allah family found someone who loves me. <laughs> y'all hear that, ladies? He's single too, y'all. Y'all heard that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, when I... You know, that was really important for me to master something like that and be able to talk to, you know, my queens, you know, the way that they deserve to be talked to. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I come, I was raised by beautiful black women, surrounded and raised by them. So, you know, I'm always looking for the beauty. You know, so I don't care if she, you know, on Alcohol Boulevard selling her body. If she said I have a conversation with me, I'm going to find the beautiful things that she needs to be latching on to and, uh, you know, the principles and morals in life, you know, that uh, she was ex was ex expected of her to pass on. You know, we all fall off in life somewhere. So, you know, that's how I am, man. I, you know, I did all the other types of songs. I still can if, if that's what you need. But, you know, as far as what I want to do, you know, I'm going to do music like that. You know, I want to talk to my sisters like that, you know. All right, so this is Pam Wood with Keep It Dago. I'm here with Bay We signing off. Yeah, yeah, we keeping it real with San Diego. Always and forever. We just finished a bomb-ass interview. Right, right. And now we just want to remind you guys, keep grinding, keep it real, and always keep it Dago. Keep it Dago. You know what I mean? We out. Tap in. Here you go, I'm gonna give him one last freestyle on my way out. Where all the little San Diego rappers at, huh? What them and them be calling them the mumble rappers? Uh, yeah, look, look. Keep talking behind my back and find yourself in the crisis. Somebody tell these niggas that they life is priceless. I always dealt with jealousy and a little bit of envy. I guess them niggas was mad I had God up in me. They gon' talk real bad when they speaking on my name, but ain't built to live my struggle or endure my pain. My heart was so pure when I went against the grain that God said I'm the cure to all this bullshit in the game. 20 years later and I'm swimming in my freedom. They was all false prophets, so I really didn't need them. Spit the truth to the youth on the yard where I lead them. Little niggas doing life, still fighting for their freedom. God let us breathe, it's been a hard life. Niggas gotta leave behind their kids and wife. With niggas in the pit doing bids for life. Crucified to a cell like Jesus Christ. Get money on me, man.